So we learned in previous year the Kazari's lengthy description of how the body, so to speak, and the Mishkan or the Besamikdash was set up in ways which uh, both work on the same internal system. We spoke about the different areas, we spoke about the different areas of fire, we spoke about the different kalim and the different organs in the body. And there's one obvious omission, there's one obvious thing which the Kazari didn't talk about. And that's what the king, king uh, picks up on in Sif Chavzain. Omar Kazari, the king tells him, Your comparison was unbelievable. Ella, you didn't finish because you never explained what's connected in a person's head. He spoke about the Aaron Akash being connected the heart. He spoke about uh, the Chelek, which connected the digestion, connected the, respira- the respiratory system, the bones, the organs, whatever it is. What about the head? So that you left out. And also, as far as you spoke about the Shemina Ma'or and the Ktaris Asamim, we didn't speak about the Shemina Mishcha. What about these two things? Sorry? When he spoke about it, he spoke about the, the, at, in, in the Menorah. He spoke about the Menorah as, as being the Makar of the connection, 100% right. The Seichel he spoke about, we didn't talk about the, the organ of the head, so to speak, and where they would be connected to um, in the Mishkan, and the Shemina Mishkan. And really, like we say, that Shailas Chachim is a right? Because the answer is going to be that they, the one corresponds to the other one. The question is just to explain how. And that's what the Kuzari answers in Sifchav Ches. And he says, Amir Amesu, you right. Where was the, what was the comparison to the head? So this is an interesting thing. He says, Salev. Even though he said before that the Arna Kodesh is considered like the heart, but inside the Arna Kodesh is the Chachma. What's the Chachma inside the Arna Kodesh? Whereas inside Arna Kodesh was the Luchas, and uh, neither next to it inside or next to it outside, depending on the two opinions in the Gemara Mabah Basra, there was a Sefer Torah as well. So what the Arna Kodesh contained was the Luchas Abris and the Sefer Torah. And therefore the Arna might be the heart, but the Sherish of the Chachm, which is, in, which is Mufka, thank you, which is inside the Arna, is the, is connected, the, the Chachm is connected, the, 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 the mind of a person. That's talking about the Sefer Torah. And now it says an amazing thing. What's the effect that the, so to speak, that the Torah had in Aaron Akkadosh, or on Besam Megdash by extension? What's the whole first time to house the Lucas? Why would that be two separate organs? Very explain. From there came out two different Chachmas uh, from the Tzayi Torah. The one is Chachmas HaTayra. The Chachma of Torah and those who held the Torah were the Kanim. This is a Chiddush we need to also explain. That the Kanim were considered the ones who were uh, those who were responsible for receiving the Torah. And the second which came out of this is the Chachmas HaNavuah. The Chachma of Prophecy, V'neisea Nevim. V'heim hoyu k'mu'a yoetzim, amasrim v'amasirim b'umah, v'amaskirim v'heim reshomah. 
they were like the rights of the people because they were the ones to guide them or advise them or if necessary warn them what they were doing wrong. Uh, we have two different tracks, the Chachmas HaTorah and the Chachmas HaNavuah. And both of these came from the Sefer HaTorah. Now, so just like you spoke about the people who did different other avodas um, in the Mishkan or the Levim who carried different Chalakim, so the people who were responsible, so to speak, for being the Rosh Ha'onah, the head of the nation, were the, the Nevim and the Kohanim. And uh, the, why they were the Rosh Ha'onah is because they were the bearers of the two kinds of Chachmah, what's called Chachmah Satari and Chachmah Satari. Now, Chachmah Satari and Chachmah Satari. Now, let's explain. What's the difference between the Chachmah of Torah and the Chachmah of Nebuah? Um so this is something which is elaborated in great length, basically by the Mufarshim and Mishle. That there's two different halakim, two different parts of what we got through the Arnakaidish. The one is what we call Chachma, and the other is what we call Bina. Chachma means knowledge, understanding, information, whatever it is. And Bina means when a person connects, integrates information within himself, and we matter how, to, how the person applies or understands what he learns. So the one in a person's mind, there are two faculties of a person's mind also. There's that area of a person's mind which can take in information, can, it's rational, it's logical, it can store information or compute numbers or figures or make logical conclusions. That's what we call the Mayach HaChachma. And then there's a side of a person's mind which is, in a sense, more creative. It can use what he knows in order to think of new things or come up with new ideas or develop, uh, extend further what the information we got. That's what we call the Mayach In other words, it's not just the Chachma itself, it's the ability to process the Chachmah and integrate it and then it develops something more in a person's mind. Chazal gave an amazing marshal to explain the difference between someone who only has uh, the faculty of Chachmah and somebody who also possesses the ability to use Bina. And the marshal of Chazal, it's a midrash, the marshal of Chazal is you have one person that he's a money changer. And therefore he sits waiting for people to come and change money with him. And when he has business to do, so it's so he, he, he changes money with people, and when there's no one, the store's empty, so as Yeshiva boy has nothing to do. He's just waiting for people to, to come and give him business. As opposed to the second person, that he also changes money, but when no one's in the store, he invests it on the side, and he uses it to, 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 to generate more income on his own. He takes the money he has to invest it or to, to work with it in order to make more. Can I have been with Sorry? Can I have been with a uh, it's, it's, You can't have been with no Chachma because the bin has to work on something. But a person can develop his being more than his Chachma, which means he doesn't have such a broad base of knowledge, but the amount he knows, he's developed, he's worked with a lot. So it's not the same as what they call left brain, right brain? It's not exactly the same. It's, there, there is a comparison. The Chachma is considered the right, the Bina is considered the left, but it's not exactly what we would describe it today. And uh, therefore, the, in the nimshal of that, exa- that, of that idea, the person only has Chachma basically needs somebody to keep teaching Chachma, or Swarim, or someone to learn from. And when no one's there to teach him, there's nothing to do. In other words, he's willing to receive, he's willing to take information, he's willing to learn. But 
He needs, he needs a source, an external source to teach him that information. And that's Chachma, whether it's from, the, from what people can teach you or from you can learn in Sfarim, whatever person learns from an outside source is Chachma. Like the Gemara says, Chachma is Ma'ashalamid Me'achir. Whereas the person who has a quality of Bina, so even when he has no one to teach him, but he can work through what he already knows and he can develop more. He can expand the, the ideas he already has, he can integrate them, he can come up with new tradition when he's not. That's the ability to use Bina. Okay, now the function of Chachmas Satara, for sure we talk about Tarashib is primarily the function of Chachmas, exactly that. Tarashib is what, it, what was taught and what was given by Messiah and what was meant to be received and remembered and then uh, passed on to the next generation of the Messiah. That's a Chachmas Satara. Um, it's interesting that. <coughs> Those charged with the job of, in that sense, being transmitting the Torah, with the Kohenim. The Pasuk says in Malachi, Kisif say Kohen Yishmur Rodas, Vatari Yavakshim Yipiu, Kimalach Hashem Tzvakusim. That the Sif say Kohen are the ones who show me the Das, Vatari Yavakshim Yipiu. He's the one that you're going, that had to restore, remember the Torah, and then people would ask him, for Psaq, for Allah, or whatever it was, so the matter of the Kohenim was the ability to transmit or pass on whatever would be the Torah. But then there was a base in Shal Kohenim, which was a separate point. That was that to check the yichus of the Kohenim. But it's uh, the idea that... Right, I was saying the base of the primary job was yichus. But uh, the Kohenim had that, had, had that chiyuv as well to be the ones to... Transmit the Torah. And then it's Chachmas and Nebuah. And now an interesting thing, what you see by Nebuah, we spoke about this a few weeks ago, with the exception of the Nebuah of Moshe Rabbeinah, which was different, but all the other Nebim, the function of Nebuah was a function of Bina, which means they had to understand what they were being shown and then transmit the message based on what they saw, what they understood to Klai Yisrael. It wasn't given to them completely accurately like it was given to Moshe. And those Nevi'im who explained to us exactly what they saw, he said clearly. For example, at the beginning of Yirmiyahu. So Hashem said, Ma'atara Yirmiyahu. And he says, I see a sir nafuach, I see a pot which is burning. What's that meant to me? So he understood. He had to work and understand what's the message meant to mean. And we made it. That's what the message meant to give to Israel. And another example, which is even clearer, is at the beginning of the Nevi'im of Zechariah. Right? So then... He was shown a menorah with the seven candles burning. And the Malach told him, and he says, I see a menorah of a good asara, she has a crown in it, and the seven menorahs are there, and all the seven candles are burning. And the Malach asked him, good, now what does that mean? And he said, I don't know. And now you see it, so the way the Buddha worked was that the Navi was told or shown something, and then he had to understand it in order what the message meant to be that he would give to Klai That's That's a different function. That's a function of Bina. Which means a person has to understand what he's seeing or what he's being given, and then the way he understands is how he's going to how he's going to convey that message to Israel. That was the second function. That's a chokmas and and therefore those who carry that with the navi. Both of them came through the Torah, and in this sense, the Torah is compared to the head. Now the question is, beside that, the Torah was in the repository of the Aron Kodesh, and Aron Kodesh was the heart. Why wasn't there a clea for the head? Why wasn't there a clea connected to the Torah? So this is the important point. And that is, why wasn't there a clea for that? 
if it's meant to represent the head. So what the Guzari said, the Chacham said, is that the Chachmo, which is of the and which on the Bina, which abets in the functions of the mind, were inside the Luchas and the Torah, which were inside Aaron Hakodesh, which is connected to the heart. So why wasn't there a special key for, uh, which is meant to represent we connect the head? We already said Aaron Hakodesh was connected to the Lev, and now the the effects of the Chachmo and the Bina were in Aaron Hakodesh. Well, why were they in the Lev? Why weren't they in their own key? The Gemara says correctly that Chacham Aref Minavi, because the Pasuk says the Navi levav Chacham, and there also you see the Chacham is going to the Lev. Why? It may be it has an influence in the Lev, but it's definitely its primary place is not meant to be in the Lev. The Chacham is, and I mean it's, it's partial, but even in Kabbalah, the qualities of the Chacham and Bina are considered the Roshim, they're considered the, the faculties of the mind. They affect the life, but if you're trying to build the Mishkan, so why are we putting them where they affect? Why don't we put them, so to speak, where they belong? Which is in the mat. Okay, so the answer is like this. And that is the the Mishkan was meant to represent, so to speak, uh, what we can do to influence, like we said, the, a play, to in, inspire Markham where the Shrina can be. That's the influence of our Maisim, which have an effect on the on the base of Mikdash, the Mishkan, which makes it somewhere right for the Shrina to reside. Like we saw, whether it's with the Kabbalists, the Kataris, the Menorah, whatever it's going to be, or the Arana Kodesh. Um, the Klaya Maisa of a person, a person's ability to act with influence the world or with his body, or with his body. The, the faculties of his mind, what you call the, the Roshan, uh, is something which is his ability to think and which is above the physical activities. That's, that affects what he does, but Lamaise, that doesn't have a direct uh, influence on, on physical things. A person thinks and then has to use the clay mice in his body in order to put it into practice. And therefore, if in the comparison, this is the important point, in the comparison of the human being uh, to the Mishkan and like we said the Rukhans of the person to the Shrin which came in the Mishkan the Mishkan is representing the body not the head because that's something which comes down also it's a higher level which a person has to use in order to in order to direct his body but the, the Chalik of the person which is active in, in what he does is his body and therefore the Mishkan only represents the body there wasn't a key for the head on the contrary, the Kaychas, which come down from what we call the Moichin, would come down from the Chachmah Rebina, would have their influence in the Lev, which is a recipient of, the, of that instruction, so to speak. Just like the Gemara says, Melech, the person thinks in his mind, uh, that comes to the decision in his heart, and then the Kleya Maisa Gomer, and he uses his limbs to carry it out. The Mishkan, which is meant to represent the body, of, so then it only has the representation of the body. The Rosh, which is something above that, and, and doesn't impact on the physical world, there wasn't a key for the rush. But the koichus, <coughs> which means the what the rush would influence the body, that was the Torah, that was the luchus, and that was in the, that was that's why that was in the clear of the life, because that's where those things would be felt. That's the and therefore so when the Kazari goes to explain the answer, he says of course there's the influence of the rush. We have the Chachma, we have the Bina, we have the the Torah and the Nevoa which was felt in the Vesamikdash which came from the Ranakodesh. But it's true. That's not the clear of the rush. That's the, uh, so to speak, the, the minors of the rush, or the, the strengths of the rush, which are, are felt or accepted by the lay, and that's why those things were in Arana Kodesh. 
Now it's interesting. The king asked him another question also. What about the Shemina Mishcha? He didn't answer that. He didn't answer that. But we understand it's exactly the same idea. And that is, uh, the Shemina Mishcha was meant to confer Kedush on something. In other words, by using it to consecrate the Kalim or the Kohanim, whatever it was used for, it brought down Kedush on them. That's not something which we have a clear for here. On the contrary, it symbolizes something which comes milamala onto the kingdom we've created. After Moshe finished building the Mishkan, after all the kingdom were in place, now you want to makadish them. So you put the Shemesh Mishkan and everything in order to bring Kedusha down to it. But that, 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 that's not what we do. That, the Shemesh symbolizes when it comes down milamala. And that's what King Godl or Amalek, whatever it was, they would get the, the point of the Shemesh them was bringing down the spiritual level which the king or the Navi or the King Godl, whatever it is, needs, which comes milamala. The Mishkan was the same. With the, with the, just like and since the Shem writes when he gets to Kedusha he says you should know as opposed to everything else in the Sefer every other Maida which it's the work of a person which brings him to that Maida he says when he comes to Kedusha he says it's the Maida of Kedusha isn't something a person can makadish can bring himself to Kedusha Kedusha comes from Hashem what a person can do is prepare himself so that Hashem can, send him, can bring Kedusha down in him and we made it the same thing the Shemana Mishka is, is the, symbolizes the Kedusha of everything. We don't have a part of the body connected to that. It's the other way around. If a person prepares himself, then the Kedusha which he receives will be the, becomes Milamaya, like what the Shemana Mishka was. So it's the same kind of answer that he gave for the Torah. And that is, the head isn't something which is active in the world, it's, it's something which influences the clear Mason. And same thing over here, the Mishkan doesn't have that. The Mishkan is a comparison to what we can do. That starts only from the body, from the heart, and lower down. It's influenced by what's above that, for sure. That's the Torah. But it's not a, it wasn't a chalik of a, or an akalim in the Mishkan. Which is quite right. It's the next point I was going to say. Kamigdal David Savarich. The Mephazak says in Shashim, Kamigdal David Savarich. Kamigdal David was your neck. And the Shadi is, what's the comparison? Kamigdal David is the best in English. Why are we comparing it to the neck? Well, what's unique about the neck of a person? That would be the mark of the best in English. So I heard from Moshe Shapiro, as far as not the name of the Maral, but I haven't seen it inside. Moshe often used to say, and uh, Rafi often used to say, that the idea of the neck is the, is the point which connects the, the mind of a person to the body of a person. You understand that? Which means it connects the, the part of a person which is abstract, his thoughts, or his ideas, or what he knows, to the ability to carry it out. So that's why the Vesa Migdash had that same Nakura. It was in the Nakura of the neck because it was the connection between the Oilam and Mice, the physical which we could work with and which we could prepare. That was the uh, that was what the Vesa was meant to be to the Ruchnius or to the Torah which comes from Shemai. But the, the Mokum we built was the body. The, 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 what's above that? What's above the neck? What, what's connected to the Torah? What's connected to the Vur? What's connected to Ruchnius? has to come in the Mala. That was the channel which it came through. So we understand. That's why there wasn't a clear for that. Other, the, the, that, that was what HaKadosh Baruch brought down into the Vesemitch which we prepared. He didn't speak about the eyes and the nose and the mouth. He spoke about in a person. He said just like the, the, the organs in a person which are soft and they're used, uh, so to speak, to interact with the world outside of him. The same thing, the curtains of the, of the Mishkan was something which was the, the, the Chalokim, which was soft. Yeah. <coughs> But I wasn't talking about the, the, the other things which interact with the physical world. I wasn't talking about the Mayach, which is not so much interact.
No, just to finish with the pasuk, we started from. So we have to finish it. That the Gemara says a chacham is more than a navi because a navi has the heart of a chacham. What does that mean? What's the heart of a chacham? What's the heart of a chacham? There's a Ramban on the Gemara of Basra. The Ramban says, I think I'm quoting him accurately. His lashon is, why is a chacham better than a navi? Sheyoidim esaemes ruach hakodesh shebelibom. Ruach hakodesh shebelibom. They know the MS because of the Ruch HaKadosh in the heart. And so that's what he's explaining. The Levav Chachma. A Navi is like, just like a Navi is shown the MS, the Chachm knows the MS. How does he know the MS? What is that? What is that? So this is something we find in the Mishkan also. It's very interesting that the Gazari left it out. And the King also left it out. There's one more thing which we didn't talk about. The Big Dakota. He spoke about the Kadim, he spoke about the people. What about the Big Dakota? That was also a very integral part of the Mishkan. The Kohen had to have the Begadim. And the Kohen God had to have his Begadim. It wouldn't work otherwise. The Kohen is Bechus of Begadim. is possible to avoid it. Now, we're not going to now discuss all the Begadim, but the one which is for sure to get to us is the Cheshen. The Cheshen, which is Kanega the Leib, which has Orem Etomim. And that's where the Chachim and the Navi come together. The, the Chachim Satayra, which is in the, in the Kohen God, and the Nevo, which he got from the Cheshen, the two combined in one person. There were Nevim who got Nevo. There was a Kainim, he said, who were the, the ones who meant to transmit the Torah. But the Kohen Gadol had got. Because the Nais of the Choshen was the source of Nevo. Why? How? It wasn't Hashem spoke to him. It wasn't Hashem spoke to him. Azarab, he didn't hear anything. But what lit up on the letters of the Choshen was a, a kind of Nevo, except, once again, it needs Bina. Because we lit up with letters. How are you going to explain those letters? What they meant to me? For example, this is famous, um, when Eli Akoin, right, and this is what else is, when Eli Akoin saw Hannah Davi, he didn't know what she was doing. So he looked at the Oren Ratanim, and the letters which lit up were Kok Shin Reishai, and he put them together to say Shikaira, so he thought she was drunk. And really, he made a mistake, it was meant to be Kshayra. It's the same letters just in a different order. So the ability to read the Oren Ratanim needed Bina, it needed to understand what the Oren Ratanim is trying to tell you. That's the Levant Chafra. How are you meant to know that? How are you meant to know that? How does, how, if there's more than one way to place letters together and you're going to get different messages, right? So how are you meant to know which way to do it? What's meant to be the right, which, which is the right way? And the answer is, that's the Ruch HaKadosh You have to put two things together. There's on the one side what you're being shown, and the other side the intuition that the Kohen had what the, what the message was meant to be. So use the one to explain the other. And that's the Levav Chochmah. That uh, the the that the Orim Mitzvah worked to show the coin, but at the same time he needed to have the the Ruach Hakodesh, which means the Seder Dishmaya, the intuition, whatever you want to call it, in order to know how to use that how to put it together. So he didn't have Sorry. And he have there was a reason why he was he was misled because he, right because the Gemara and Hashem wanted him to give a Ruach to Yichanis. There was a reason why it didn't work out. But normally the Kohen Gadol, he was meant to have the Dreyach HaKadosh, which is why we were allowing him to read the letter, to read the message right. Right, okay, so that's the Yisod. That's the two come together, and that's, that's interesting, because the way that the, the Kohen would ask Ba'urmatomim, he would stand in front of the Aaron. He would stand in front of the Aaron. And if you understand what we just said now, that was the way of transferring from the heart of the Aaron to the heart of the Kohen. 
the, the Torah, the Bina, which was coming, the which was coming in the iron, had to get transferred to the coin. So if he was only just near Hashem and he was Shoyal, then that Koyach, which there was in the iron HaKodesh, so to speak, we get transferred to the coin. That's how he would be able to um, understand or be able to be told or shown what what uh, what what he was meant to do. There was a combination of the Chacham and the Navi. That's why it's Chacham, uh, it's Navi Levav Chachma. It can't be Rosh Chachma. The Chachma of the Rosh is the logical, analytical Chachma. You know what you're told. But uh, if a Chacham is not told, he's not a Navi, so Hashem doesn't tell him directly. So that does, that's not the quality he has. But what he has is the Levav Chachma. He has the Bina of the Chachma, which means the ability to understand what he's meant to understand. And that's why he's out of Minavi, because uh, whereas the Navi needs to be told, the Chacham has the the lave which can understand, that's what we call the Bina, the ability to understand and uh, what the Amish is meant to be. Okay, so that's the, what you want to talk about tonight. The, <coughs> to some extent, we talk about a person in Racha Kodesh, we see the same thing. Attributing Racha Kodesh in specific, but the idea of what Racha Kodesh meant was the person doesn't know. But there's a certain feeling he has what the right thing to do is. And where does he get that from? That's the same that's the same ruach which comes into the person's heart that he gets the Because of the That's why he deserves it. That's why he deserves it. I'll tell you a story which I was a witness to. I was a witness to. I have no other way to explain it, but you can make your own conclusions. Um, I'm not sure if it was twenty or twenty approximately twenty years ago. And so that it was called the second intifada when the Arabs were blowing up buses randomly all over the country. Um, it was, at the time of the year, it was just after the bombing in the number two bus by the coastal. It was just the, after the That was just in the Ben Ismail. It was in the summer that blew up a bus, I think 23 Yudin were killed. Oh, that's outside Bamir. Right. And uh, two weeks later, it was the beginning of Edelsman. I happened to be at the time, you know, it's Israel. My father... Had, has a, has a good, one of his good friends was someone called Itzhar Rosengarten. Itzhar Rosengarten, who was then the Gabbai of Rav Ayn Shem, the Khan of Racha. So I often used to go in for Shabbos to Bremer. So I was at him for Shabbos, as a Friday, and he got a phone call. And the phone call was from Rav Yisrael. Rav Yisrael, Shiva Philadelphia, who was then the oldest Shiva, the oldest Shiva in America. And uh, the reason he found Mr. Rosengarten is because Rabbi Aaron Dave didn't have a phone in his house. So he wanted to ask a shayla. The idea was to find him. Yeah, yeah but maybe there was no reception that day, I don't know. But uh, well, the idea to get hold of Rabbi Aaron Dave was to call the guy and ask the guy to go and ask a question. So Rabbi Elia called up Mr. Rosengarten Friday afternoon and he said, Man, Edel is meant to start, I think it was Monday or Tuesday, I don't know exactly what day it was. Have a shayla. There are thousands of American Bachram who, who, who were meant to be going to Eris Israel. Should I stop them or should I let them go? It's as it said. The bus is blowing up. People could get killed. Right? We're going to let everybody come. Or we should not to come. As the head of the West of America, you had to make a decision. You don't want to make a decision. So you have to run it. So, so Rosengarten jumps into the car. Then I said, right, fire off the event. I said, right, so I tagged along. I wanted to see what would happen. So Ryan was saying by himself learning. It wasn't his regular time. So he asked the question. So I thought it was just kept quiet and thought a few, few minutes. And then he said like this. He said, the MS, he said, 
there's two parts to the question. He said, for the Bachrim, we're going to come and sit in there. I have no problem telling him to come. I have the Torah will protect him. There's nothing to worry about. He said, but if I say that all the Bachrim should come, there'll be, you'll say, the thousands of Bachrim will come to learn. And I'm just repeating his words. And there'll also be those Bachrim who come too, and I'll be, I'm going to be in Rechav Yaf in Yerushalayim. What's protecting them? They're not learning. But they're coming because I said everyone should come. So let's explain the Shaila. And that's what she did. So I thought about it, I thought about it, I thought about it quite a long time. And then he put his head down for a few minutes. And he looked up and he said, Call him back, tell me everyone should come. No, nothing will happen. Based on what? What did he say? So, call him back, or say back, and tell everyone should come, nothing will happen. Based on what? What factors did he think about that gave him that answer? Which 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 uh, place was he relying on? Which Rashba did he see? Uh, how do you make a decision like that? Right? I have no other answer. It's obviously a certain feeling a God will guess what the right thing to say is. It wasn't like he looked up for him. It wasn't like he had a spar he was just handling with the right to the Where did you start? I don't know what. When someone's in the position of being a man of Klai Yisrael, it must be they get this muslik of the Rechel Kodesh to believe him, that they get the sense of what's the right thing to say. I can tell you how the story is also. Just one story, but it brings out the point. Now, that's to a much smaller degree what you're talking about the Kohen God. Yeah. The Urim Vatomi was the same thing. As the Lev of Klai Yisrael, he had to have the ability to make decisions for Klai Yisrael. How would he know? So that was the two factors of the Urim coming together. The Chalik of Nebuah, which was what lit up on the, on the Urim Vatomi, as well as the Rech HaKadosh HaBelev, the Chalik of the Chachma, which he had to understand on his own in order to explain and understand what the message was meant to be. So.